0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Crossroads Conversations. Today, we'll be discussing the book of Habakkuk.
1: Habakkuk.
0: Habakkuk. Yeah, we were joking about how Habakkuk is a funny name and kind of fun to say. Habakkuk. So now we can't remember how to really pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The only way I know is like tobacco. How how y'all said it? Habakkuk. Tobacco.
1: Yeah, that's how we teach it. How we teach the children we're going through the minor prophets is tobacco, but Good. and that's a true statement. Yeah, yeah. Although we don't want them using tobacco.
0: So you you teach them tobacco? Well,
1: we teach habakkuk, but yeah, you know, habakkuk. that's a way to remember tobacco habakkuk because it's such yeah. a funny name. Habakkuk.
0: Well Habakkuk takes probably ten minutes to read the entire book. It is like Greg mentioned a a minor prophet, which simply means it's small. That's right. right. That yeah, I mean
1: he's minor in his message, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, it just means that it's
0: it's a it's a small book to read, as in there's only three chapters, as opposed to Jeremiah, which we'll mention has what how many chapters?
1: I don't know. it. I've been reading along with the church, and it's taken almost a month. So.
0: It has a lot of chapters.
1: A lot of chapters, yeah. So let's dive into Habakkuk.
0: Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of the prophet Habakkuk. Habakkuk is, was a prophet, which means that he heard from the Lord on behalf of the people. He was in Judah he was Judean, and he he uh, ministered to the people of Judah. The message of Habakkuk um, is is it happened in history just before the uh, Judean exile in Babylon. That's
1: right, and, and he was a contemporary of um, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they prophesied about the same time, and. Um, I think Jeremiah prophesied a little bit uh, longer and, uh, than, than Habakkuk did. You want to hear an interesting non-biblical fact? Sure, Greg. That it is somewhat some that Habakkuk may have been, remember when Elijah uh, healed the Shunammite woman's son, and mm. um, that it yeah. he could have been that uh, son. So it's not biblical. Now did you find from, that on Wikipedia? I found that on Wikipedia from rabidic uh sources. So, it's Rabidi- okay. So okay. it is not in our Bible. So it's kind it's, of tradition. Uh, so it, yeah, tradition with the rabbis. Kind of like
0: Peter may have been buried in Rome, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that it's would be an cool. Yeah. Fun little thing, yeah not
0: it? from the Bible, just from supposed tradition. So the message of Habakkuk I've got we've got our Bibles here and uh all right, the first thing that we wanted to discuss was in the book of Habakkuk, this prophet is having an authentic, raw, real, emotional um, conversation with the Lord. He's saying, Open up, it opens up, and Habakkuk is saying, Lord, why are you letting me see all this evil? So the apparently the the Judean culture and the leadership and the people were so evil that they had to be
1: exiled and punished by God right but at that time in their history they were Josiah the the you know he was a king when he he became king when he was 8 years old and um and then when he was about 18 years old he found the scrolls and his parents and grandparents were horrible horrible uh, uh, idolaters and so he cleared out all of the high places and all the the shrines and stuff like that, and brought back the uh, true worship in the temple. And during that same time, you have of this peace and everything that's going on in in um in Judah, they have uh, we have um Jeremiah who's who's preaching doom and gloom that you know you're gonna fall, and this is 30 years before the Babylonians were even. Even on the scene, you have Jeremiah saying, you're going to be carried off to the Babylonians. And at that point, uh, Judah was, had a not a treaty, but a, an alliance with uh, Babylon against the Syrians. The Syrians were the mighty, horrible warriors. And now you got Jeremiah saying, the people you made a peace with, well, God's saying through Jeremiah, the people you made a peace with, are going to come and carry you off into captivity 30 years. 30 years before it happens. That's mind-boggling. Right. And so in the midst of all this peace and safety and everything, you have two prophets, one saying this is going to happen, and then you have Habakkuk who's saying, oh, God, why? Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. I yeah. love reading the two of them together.
0: Yeah, and it is encouraging to us as, as believers today who we see all sorts of injustices
1: around around us all of the time. That's right. You and I were talking earlier that, you know, that we even questioned, just like Habakkuk sure. did, why, yeah. God, why are the wicked flourishing? Mm-hmm. And why do the righteous suffer? And that is a big question whenever we're dealing with sickness and stuff like that. Why why do we suffer? Why do good people suffer and bad people don't? And that that's kind of where Habakkuk is. It's crazy, but it kind of sounds like politics in a way—a Republican and Democrat. I mean, <laughs> you think about it. I mean, seriously,
0: the wicked flourish.
1: That's right. They can't do no wrong. In politics, in general, no. Yeah, well,
0: well that too. But that's crazy.
1: Yeah, why do the wicked? And, and why we, do the wicked flourish?
0: And 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 let it let it be encouraging to us that. It it is a good thing that we feel um sad or disturbed or angry at at injustice. We should not we should not be um apathetic mm-hmm. as as uh, kingdom citizens to sin and evil in the world. And and Habakkuk here is saying he he is just like, Lord, I can't handle this anymore. I can't handle the evil. Why? Why are you not doing anything about the evil? And then the next
1: portion, it's the Lord answers, and he's like... Can I I interrupt just for a second with that? Because let's just go ahead and juxtapose that against... I don't even think I said that word right. Against what Jeremiah is saying, because Jeremiah is saying, can the clay say to the potter, um, why did you make me this way? And so Jeremiah is saying, you know it it's coming and you have no right to question it because of your ungodliness and your unfaithfulness and so i love the fact that we have a prophet who is preaching such hard things for people to hear and then another prophet is saying god why 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 why, why? Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah and then the
0: lord in verse chapter 1 verse 5 lord says to habakkuk Look among the nations and see, wonder, and be astounded, for I am doing a work in your days that you would not believe if told. For behold, I am raising up the Chaldeans, that means Babylon, that bitter and hasty nation who march through the breadth of the earth to seize dwellings not their own. They are dreaded and fearsome. Their justice and dignity go forth from themselves, and, and so on. And God, the Lord, talks about how destructive and vicious that they are and that actually um that God is using them he actually says I am doing a work I am raising up the Chaldeans to actually punish Judah the, the Lord actually is doing that his activity is, is causing that to happen yeah And I I don't know that Habakkuk understood that. I don't know that he, I don't know that the prophets or the people understood totally uh, that reality of
1: what was happening at that time. Yeah, because remember, in their theology, they were God's chosen people, the gifted ones on earth. And so, why in the world would God take his chosen people and send them into exile? And you remember, there was a big. Rift between the the nation of Israel and the nation of Judah because they had split, and um, by the time by this mm. time, there the what what would have been in air quotes Israel was a hodgepodge of people. By then, because they'd been conquered so many times and had in, intermarried so many times with the surrounding nations that they were hardly God's chosen people. the 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 nation of the the, the northern kingdom was hardly. God's chosen people anymore when they went off into yeah. exile into Assyria. And it's
0: easy for us to 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 see hindsight. Yeah. what's going on, but I don't think they totally got it because no. he's he's questioning what's going on. He's in the middle of of this well, he's in the middle of a vision right now. But the people but but we remember in the um the original covenant by God, he says if you obey me, you will be blessed, but if you don't, if you disobey me, you will be I don't know if the language is cursed, but it's the opposite of that blessed. You'll
1: withdraw his blessing from him, and and we so see we that see that that's happening, yeah, all the way through. Um, you know, from the time of Moses, all the way through every book that we've read so far. You know, as a church, as we're reading it together, that's the same message over and over and over again. That the righteous will live by faith, and if you follow mm. me, I will bless you, and if you do not follow me, you'll not be blessed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it says um, about the Babylonians. And by the way, they haven't, they haven't, this is prophecy for the future. They have not re- been raised up. He's telling them. And then into verse one, chapter one, into chapter two, um, it says here Habakkuk, well, chapter two, it said he says, and the Lord answered me, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so that he may see who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him. Speaking about Babylon, who would be to come. But the righteous shall live by his faith. And you said your the, the translation you read says, the just will live by his faith. So the righteous will live by his faith. Faith. Yeah. What a great verse, and what a great... We were talking about how... Okay, the righteous will live by faith. The theme of faith has got to be
1: the theme throughout right. the Bible. It's like the thing Jesus talked about, faith. And faith can mean so many things. It can be faith like, I put my faith in Jesus, that's a... Uh, a trust that is based on something we can't see. Um, what does it say in Hebrew? Things that, oh, well, I can't quote it. Well, right it says
0: out. it's impossible to please God without faith. Without
1: faith, that's right. So it's, it's trusting in things we don't see. And that's a hard thing for us to do, especially in today's day and age, that uh, if if we can't see it, we don't necessarily believe it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes this faith is something you have to do that you just you just step off and take God's word at it. That is that if you feel if you feel and you know through the Scripture that this is what God wants you to do, that He's going to provide and take care of. And we see that with our missionaries all the time that are going into communist countries or into uh, areas that are hard to do it, and they know that they're putting their family in extreme jeopardy, but yet their faith in God, they know that's what they want Him to do.
0: Yeah, and these these people, their faith is. In Their faith is in God, who has revealed himself from the beginning of time. Yes, his physical attribute, his physical side is invisible to us. But humanity has seen God. God has revealed himself to humanity so many times that there is over and abundantly more reason to believe in him as God than to not believe in him as god and he has um and yeah so he says these people are going to plunder you and take you into exile and you're going to face persecution but the righteous will live by faith
1: yeah and and the other thing you know we got to talk about we know what faith is but the righteous what makes what makes us righteous i mean the bible says there is none righteous no not one but but still we should strive for that we should strive I, 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 well since my brother will never hear there's hear no this. one perfect but there are
0: righteous people that are 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 righteous before god who the but we're all of, righteous before god
1: because of the forgiveness of our of sins because of the blood yeah. yeah and so i don't know about you but when you sin or you do something that's, that's displeasing to god you don't go oh i can't believe i did that you know, we know what's right Yeah, you right feel and wrong. it in your heart. Yeah, yeah. And we choose to disobey God. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you may act. No, we choose to disobey God. And yeah. you know, whenever I sin, it's not a it's not a surprise. Like, oh, where'd that come from? You know. So, but but there's a hardening of heart that happens
0: that, that, that right. you see throughout the Bible. Yeah, that when you continue in disobedience, God sometimes just gives you up to the hardening of your heart, and you no longer feel anymore i know i remember when i was in my um middle school early high school years i was a believer but i was living very contrary to to a righteous life and i was heading in the wrong direction i remember the more i headed in that direction the more callous my heart got towards god yeah and that's a hardening of the heart but thankfully because of god's love he um he brought me back to Him, and uh, His grace was very abundant to me, and, and and I repented. But, um,
1: one of the things, yeah. the last things you want to do with having an unrepentant heart is for God to have to come chasing after you, because He had to come chase after me, and um, you know, when He caught me, it would have been a whole lot easier to have submitted earlier to to mm. His calling and what I knew he wanted me to do than him to have to come (coughs) capture me. And, you know, he captured me by, uh, you know, a severe car wreck that, you know, Mm. that, and that's what he used to change my life, to start changing my life around. Maybe one day we'll have a podcast and talk about our testimonies and where, how God reached us.
0: Yeah. Robert wants to do that. Well, that's something I want to do is, uh, I think we ought to start maybe doing it. Uh, we can do it. We wanted to do it video, but we could do it podcast and maybe call it uh uh testimony Tuesdays or something like ah. that. How <laughs> different like it. Pe- have different people come in here and tell their testimonies. Yeah. yeah.
1: So the righteous yeah. will live by faith. And that yeah. is what uh that's around it that's found in chapter two. Is that what you said? Yeah, chapter two, verse four. So Jeremiah's still yeah. questioning God in chapter two about why, 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 why and God starts telling him you know that he is God and that he's he's done this to punish a nation for for their for their sin for their continued uh sin it wasn't a one time sin it is a generational sin upon sin upon mm-hmm. sin and um you know Judah would uh, would they would have um good times with people who followed him and then they'd have bad times and this happens to be a time when a king was actually following following um, God and obeying the commands and things were going well with them. They did not have enemies coming against them as much as they had before. And in a time of peace, so, but God is saying, you know, it's, it's too late. You know, this is, this is going to happen. And that's another thing you don't ever want him to say to us. It's just like you said, the hardening of your heart, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. luckily, because of the blood of Jesus, it's never too late. We can always repent and come back to Him. So that is that is that is a wonderful yes. blessing.
0: Yes. So moving on in the chapter, we're in two now. Okay, I re- remember that God said at the beginning of chapter one, "I am raising up the Chaldeans." So what we can learn from that is God's involvement in in um. National affairs is real. Israel. God is right here, very involved in the national activity and this this war that's happening, these wars. Uh, but he goes on to say that it is sin for the Babylonians to live the way that they are and to capture all these people and be as vile and brutal as they were and that God would eventually have... Uh, he would eventually punish them, which we will see actually happens because they fell to the to the Persians?
1: Yeah. Yeah? Yep, yep, thanks. And the Persians fell to the... Rome? Greek. I think they Gre- fell to the Greeks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. But, and then the Greek fell to the Romans. Okay. And then even go. the Romans eventually fell. That's so right. So God and has used all these ungodly people yeah. to punish people, and yeah, they do fall, so...
0: And that's interesting because, you know, and that's that is a reminder. We don't know today 2023 the affairs that are going on in this world we don't know long shot history wise what all is happening and what all god's doing but it is a it is such a reminder to look around look at what's happening around the world and then look up or and at the same time look up and say all right god i may not understand what you're doing but I know that you are not you are involved in the world. You're not just way up in That's heaven right. waiting to send Jesus back one day. God is actively involved in the activities of this world. And chapter 3 Habakkuk ends the book with a prayer and it is a prayer of praise. It is a prayer of um worship to God and it concludes with this A really beautiful prayer that I'll read to you. It says, Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food. The flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength, he makes my feet like the deers, he makes me tread on high places. And that truth right there, and that's that's how the end of Habakkuk ends, but that truth is true, whether you're in times of prosperity or if you're in times of persecution and tribulation.
1: I think that in the book I think I'm I think I'm right about this where God told Habakkuk that he would see the fall of of um of Jerusalem. And that um, after King Josiah uh, went to battle and went to battle with the king king or Pharaoh, I guess he was called a king by then, of Egypt. And he should not have done that. And so he went out to to face his king and the king says, hey, listen, I have no qualms with you. You know, my qualms are with these other people trying to march into into our land. And Josiah says, "You're not being on my land." And he attacks them, and King Josiah dies. And four years was it? Four years? I said four years after his death. Then, then, then Judah is taken into captivity mm-hmm. into Babylon, along with Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's just amazing to see how our Bible fits together as one cohesive mm-hmm. incredible story
0: that's right and this sunday we'll be talking about we'll be in daniel one
1: Ooh, yeah so daniel. daniel
0: and i know that i remember i memorized their their babylonian names but i can't remember their
1: their, their real name their real names. Their names either so,
0: <laughs> but that's the story we'll be talking about on sunday and it'll be good but guys thanks for the conversation So glad you were able to listen today, and it is our hope that you are encouraged and inspired to continue seeking Jesus, growing in your faith and in your journey, in your faith journey with the Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, I'd like to encourage our people who are reading along in the the scripture with the church to, if you get behind, start doubling up. But anyways, even if you can't catch up, keep on reading. Don't give up, because it is a um, it has been a wonderful study to see how God, to read the Scriptures chronologically in historical order, to see how God, how God manipulated history for to bring the Savior into the world is an amazing, amazing story. Yep, and it's all for His glory. That's right. Amen.
0: Amen. God bless you guys.